So fuck's sake. siblings who have quite a few resentments and we're here to share them with you. No one else is fucking doing it. I don't want, actually, you know what? Today I'm out. I've got a resentment against myself. I reckon everyone in that school is back in. Yeah. You don't need to put the effort into actually changing yourself <laughs> for the better. I cannot stand the man. That's the, the only time I've ever felt like a man. There are corrupt people. It's a sunny afternoon. A sunny afternoon. You're listening to The Resentment Lists with your hosts, Naomi and Ben. We're siblings with hang-ups. We have lots of them to share with you it's episode 42 is that right yeah i think that's right yeah um and we've actually got something special we announce it now oh the thing for the yeah thing? are we announcing that we yeah, really I thought we were announcing it now yeah or are we gonna announce, yeah, it now? announce it okay we're announcing uh you can see that we planned thoroughly for this podcast as usual uh we've got an announcement and um this one is for you guys at Woo! home. Oh, Jesus. Ben just nearly uh, <laughs> just blinded blew himself. Out my ears. Not blinded. Deafened. Yeah, deafened. Um, so we've got an announcement, and the announcement is for you guys. It is to, for our 50th episode, so in eight weeks' time, we are turning this podcast on its head. Again, this, pod- <laughs> this podcast is never on its feet. It's always on its head. Uh, and you guys are going to, and over the next eight weeks, you guys are going to email us or tell us whatever form of communication you prefer, wow. what you resent about us. And so the whole episode of episode 50 is going to be about your resentments of us so it can be either resentments in life so if you're close with us it'll be your resentments of life or if you just hate us on the podcast and things we've said you would disagree with you can tell us about those too yeah and really and don't don't be afraid to get deeply into our insecurities like i think a good thing is like say something about the way we speak that really annoys you yeah like podcast. we're like we're not going to get offended so just like, like how Omi always says turning the podcast on its yeah, head yeah that you could that could be that. a resentment and we're going to read them all out and discuss them and also uh tristan's going to be on telling us why he hates us yeah and also i think another special guest is going to come on oh and she knows who she is. Oh, I don't know who it is. So it's going to be a surprise for me too. So we're going to have two special guests that day and we're going to read out all your resentments towards us. So get thinking. Uh, we will be reminding you, uh, you know, you haven't been that responsive. So uh, I'm going <laughs> to drum this up on social media. Um, you could do a little bit better, guys. Yeah, you guys could do a bit better if you, you know, you let's engage. We're promoting engagement. Anyway, we're going to start off this episode and we're, we're going to turn this episode on its head too. <laughs> oh, one more thing. I think we should try and get dad and mum to come on as well. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe so we're, just what, we're gonna send have... a voice recording or something. Yeah, I don't want all these people There's in too my many house. people. Yeah. So she, they might just send a voice recording, but that's another thing to look forward to. We're going to have family. Episode 50, we're going to have family. We're going to have friends. Yeah, it's and great. it's just going to be all about, I mean, I'm going to have to like 
I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a bit depressed after that if someone's going to be like... Oh, yeah, we're going to get absolutely smashed. Yeah. So maybe add some gratitudes in there as well. Yeah. So but not too many because we don't want to have a fucking one. Yeah, because it's the resentment list after yeah. all. Okay, well, what's this game? We're doing a game. I came up with a game based on a phrase um, that an ex-girlfriend told me. Um, it's a really good phrase and we've adopted it into the family is four second hot. I love that phrase. And the phrase it just it just refers to like when you when you get into something for a really short time, like you get really hot into something, like a new phase or a new or a new hobby or something, and you suddenly think that you're all about it, but it really only lasts for a few seconds. Yeah, so Ben repeatedly calls me four second hot because I'm notoriously four second hot like I just get obsessions and then and I'll be like all up in that grill and then the next day it's done and dusted and I'm the same way and and Omi just said that um that you know she didn't really know that because until a few years ago she didn't really know me at all I was a closed book apparently Ben is very closed like compared to me I open up everything like as mum says one of mum's sayings you can see what she had for breakfast uh I don't think I'm using that correctly, but I think that <laughs> that refers to short skirts. That's like an asshole. But thing. I show, but I, sh- you know, I'm pretty much. What is like, that about, by the way? Do they mean? I never understood. Is do they mean that they can see the shit coming out of your ass? No, I th- I thought it meant you can see so far up their ass, you can see into their intestines. Oh wow! Okay. That so would be your impressive. skirt is so short because I used to wear really short skirts and inappropriate attire. So Mum would always say, "You can see what you had for breakfast." Oh, I've actually got a resentment just before we get into the game. I just want to tell you about, and it's a bit of a, um, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, is I realized the other day, I don't like denim shorts at all. Oh, okay. Like I don't. Well, on women. Yeah, on women. Like I don't like, and you know, wear, if they're comfy, that's great. Wear them out. I'm just thinking as like, as like an aesthetic thing, I don't think they're flattering to like anyone at all. Like they just look, they just make every part of your body look awful. Really, I like denim shorts, but there's a lot of the the thing is I like the ones I wear, but they probably don't look any good on me. But I see, I think you're right in the fact that I think a very small percentage of bodies slash shorts you've got to get one. You need to have a certain body too. Well, no, 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 that's wrong. You need to find. It's very. It doesn't matter what body shape you have. It's very hard to find a good pair of shorts that will match your body shape. That's the problem. Whereas, like you know, with jeans, you know. It's pretty. Oh, is it easy? I don't know. I think it's easier with yeah, jeans yeah, to find yeah. to find something that will flatter every body shape. But shorts ride up. I don't like the riding up, and they kind of look a bit messy and like a bit like hookerish. Yeah, and I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to be a dick. Like I don't like shorts on men either. Like I, I'm wearing shorts today because it's hot, and I hate myself. I have to say, like you have said so much shit about men wearing shorts, and then you just come up like, what's what? Is it because it's hot outside? Or? Well, I think ever since I've said that now, it's kind of like a guilty pleasure wearing shorts now. So I kind of every time I wear them, I relish them because I'm kind of working against something I've already said. But what do you do in summer? Do you do you wear shorts at all in summer or? I still, I'll never wear shorts like at nighttime. And shame on you if you do, because nighttime is, is a pants time. But I, I think it's in summertime, I will wear shorts in the daytime. I do have to admit that. Mm. Um, I'm not proud of it. But um, there is, I, I just can't, I can't anymore just um, sacrifice my comfort, you know, that much. I, I, it's just too hot out there, you know? 
Yeah, you need to have let room, room to breathe. And with these, with these antidepressants, like the sweating is crazy. Mm. Have you noticed this? Oh, I'm profusely sweating. I remember when I was dating and I first went, was on my meds and honestly, I had this date with this guy and I was sweating profusely. He was looking at me like this sweaty pig. I'm not going to have sex with her. And I knew it. You know when you know what someone's thinking? I was like, this date's gone because of my profuse sweating. Yeah, you can't. You might as well. If you're sweating and you're on your way to a date, don't go to the date. There's no, no point. Don't, don't say that. Because yeah, I guess maybe they'll like your personality. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, well, Tristan liked my personality. I was sweating like day dot. But the thing is, you know, you know, you found the right one when you say, "Oh yeah, sorry, I sweat a lot because of my antidepressants," and it doesn't phase them. Yeah, um, but I yes. Uh, another thing before we get into the game, we're never going to get into this game. Is recently I spent a lot of money from my tax return on these new sheets. And it just annoys me that you can, you, 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 I have so little money that when you want to buy something, you want it just to work. And I've been waking up in the morning just covered in sweat. And so I feel like there should have been a warning beforehand that if you buy sateen sheets, you're going to sweat. What the fuck is sateen? So sateen is a kind of material that they use in sheets. Why don't you and get cotton sheets like well, normal people? Well, I don't know. Because I thought, you know, sateen is supposed to be, you know, I bought these really luxurious sheets because I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses with your, your, <laughs> your bougie house. So I bought these really luxurious sheets with this like three million thread count or something. I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm going to be sleeping on a cloud. But I didn't realize that sateen makes you sweat as fuck. So I got the antidepressants. I got the sheets. I wake up every morning like it's a bloody bloodbath. Mm, I don't know why you're bleeding. Well, that's because of some other the- things. Um, but anyway, we'll get into the bloody game. It's called Four Second Hot. Can you give us a jingle for the game, Mum? <laughs> Four Second Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I'm gonna. What are we gonna do? Is we're gonna take turns. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna throw each other uh, a phase in our lives. And, and that person with the face has to explain why they went through that face. So I'm going to start. I'm going to say to Omi, I'm going to say to you. Now, you went through a blonde hair phase when you were about 21. Was it 21 or 18? Uh, it, was 18. it was a slow progress from 18 to 21. Okay. Well, and, and you know, we, you must regret it. We all regret knowing you at that time, so... <laughs> yeah, but you got to explain... Um, what, what, what do you mean by blonde okay. hair? Blonde hair's not any bad. So what do you Omi mean? Had, Omi has beautiful, beautiful locks. Of, oh, thanks, of Ben. Brown, brown, wavy... Is it wavy? Yeah, it's wavy. Wavy hair. She looks like a... Um, Omi looks like a Spanish... Spanish royalty. <laughs> um, but uh, she like decided fucking- to when she was younger just tear that asunder and um she just bleach blonded her hair bleach dyed her hair so that it was platinum blonde and um what you were wearing like um but i I just remember that invitation to your 21st year 18 i loved that invitation where it was like you're wearing you're wearing a white mud honey shirt and then like a a rah-rah skirt or something and um oh yeah it was no it was a mum put it was a tutu mum put a fake tutu a on tutu there. and you just had this just outlandish blonde hair okay can you just uh, can i okay i'm gonna tell you what the, the blonde hair looked like and then i'm gonna ask why everyone was so fucking against it because i don't understand okay well <laughs> you regret it though no, I don't. Oh, you don't I've never it. once said that oh, I regret geez, that stage in my life <laughs> i've never said i've regretted it okay so you should <laughs> yeah we'll get to that I had 
the the blonde the, the blonde that I got to was a white blonde. My hair was falling out. Like I totally I fried my hair. Um, my hair is pretty naturally dark brown, and I started getting in year twelve. I think I started getting foils in it because Mum would not let me dye my hair till after 16 like she was very strict on that so anyway when I was in year 12 I started just putting um foils in there I think or just no it was when I've left school sorry I started getting foils so like streaks in my hair and then it I kept getting more and more and more and it was getting blonder and blonder and I kind of always and I think I've shared this before I've always wanted to have blonde hair because I've always wanted to be something that I'm not so when I loved Baby Spice I loved Jessica Simpson I loved Britney Spears I loved all these blonde people and I wanted to be them so I think I was trying to chat there was one side of me channeling that and then on the other side parallel to that there's a lot of facets to this and then on the other side I was going through uh phase in my life a grunge punky phase and I wanted to look I was obsessed with grunge and I was obsessed with Courtney Love and I wanted to have I think it was like oh I'm gonna be this blonde um this blonde like you know grungy rock princess kind of thing and um so I think it was that and it was a it was a you know and I and I I and the, I think the thing that was the worst part of this it wasn't just that the fact that the hair was platinum blonde it was that I also got hair extensions oh my god bleach blonde hair extensions um with the hair yeah uh and I think that irked people a bit yeah it was a bit much but um why can why can you tell me why why it was so bad and why do people always give me shit about it I think there's a little bit of that it I think people could I think sometimes you can tell when someone's trying to be something they're not. Uh okay. And I think um and I think it's 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 a very delicate thing because sometimes people they they genuinely feel like okay this expresses who I who I am right now and that's fine mm. if that's what you wanted to do mm. but I think we all felt like you were trying to like you say you, you were trying to be someone else um, and there was a little bit that you leaned into that so we want another thing we want to explain is the crunchy thing because oh yeah okay. now your Levers jacket in high school for those that don't know <laughs> was crunchy a questionable <laughs> choice at best. That was a nickname on her her back. And yeah, so there was this blonde thing. I also had this persona that I was a dumb blonde. Yeah, we didn't like that. I wanted to be a dumb blonde. I wanted to be stupid. Who I wanted, wants to be a dumb blonde? I don't know because I don't. I think it was a part. It was also a thing of like, I think at that time that was seen as um, well. I thought that it was seen as um, what's the word like endearing. I thought it was endearing to be like that. And also I do I did have I do have tendencies that I am absent-minded. You can you can have you're an t- intelligent person but you have that kind of sometimes a uh, absent-minded airhead Absent-minded kind of. airhead. And so that is a ver- that is an aspect of my personality. But I think I got attention maybe. I'm still working this out to be honest. I think I got attention from people laughing that I was dumb or something and I liked it. I don't know. So I kind of played it up that I couldn't cook and I couldn't do this and I liked Jessica Simpson's dumbness. Remember the newlyweds TV oh, yeah, show? Oh, the newlyweds. So I liked that and I think I was 
I think I was kind of, yeah, playing it up for attention maybe. So the blonde thing was like a thing. And before I went blonde, I well, obviously I was brunette. So we had this joke that it that crunchy because I was brunette on the outside, blonde in the inside. Like a chocolate bar. Yeah. So I put that on my levers. But unfortunately, <laughs> that time in my life, I had put on a lot of weight. Um, And this is leading into a very traumatic story from my past that still haunts me to this day. Uh, So I had that on my my lavers jumper and, you know, it had the little asterisks and the little fucking underscores and all the other weird fucking shit that we used to do back in the day to make like things cool, like, you know, underscore and then like lowercase, uppercase. Thank God that's gone away. Yeah. And um, so I was going through an identity crisis and I also, I just, because I used to be a dancer and I just quit dancing. So I'd put on weight. I, I was going through a stone. Like I was just in a lot of worlds of pain. I was depressed. I was this, I was that, I was fucked. And um, so I, I think I was a bit lost. And um, I was in class one day and um, the teacher said, oh, oh yeah, so chunky, chunky. And I just looked at her and I was like, what the fuck? It's just so rough and word. so she just, she thought that I, my name on the thing was Chunky. And, you know, that was a bit sad for me because I was Chunky. Um, and, you know, it's just another trigger. Do you know, it's funny about, tell a lot of stories from our high school. And I don't know if we've, we probably shouldn't have revealed the name if we have, sorry. Um, is that there was just no filter on any of those teachers. <laughs> so um, I said the one, the teacher about said the receding hairline thing to me. Mm. But another thing she said, and I was in the class at the time, but something she said like, um, she said to this one, the one girl who I was friends with, she was like, I'm just trying to, she was, the girl was chatting in class and um, she was like, I'm just trying to teach the class and you girls are sitting there talking there like a bunch of sluts. <laughs> It's like, it's not even relevant. It's like, is that is that a reputation that sluts have to talk in classes? Like, yeah. So it was it was a wacky time. But um, we should, do you want to go to one of my four seconds now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's? But I still don't know why you. Um, is that still recording? Yeah, it's still recording. It doesn't why look like it's moving though. It's moving. Look, there's. Oh, moving. why does? Okay. So um, I'm just scarred for life that time that you didn't record it. Yeah. Um, but hang on. So so it was because I wasn't try- I was trying to be something. Because every fucking year, someone will say in my family, "Oh, remember when you were blonde? That was hideous." Yeah, it's just about that. Um, I think it's that, and it doesn't happen so much now because being dumb isn't seen as a value. Mm. But you kind of you embraced the the. You you almost wanted to be dumb, and you and you wanted to be dumber than you were, more shallow than you were. Like just embrace all these superficial things, and it's just because I wanted to be different from the family, because the family were all like I thought. I don't know. This was all subconscious. I didn't actually think to do this, but looking back, I think it was a way to differentiate myself from the family, and um, and because I felt like this is sad, but I think I didn't have. I didn't have any worth, so I was trying to navigate the world and think about how how I could be different and how I would have worth in the society. Well, that's and that's a good thing. That's really at the crux of this game is the ways that we distracted ourselves from actually building some real self-esteem is just by going, I'll just be this and that'll give yeah. me some self-esteem. And, I, and we still, well, I still do that to some degree. Oh, every day. Um, all right. So, Ben, you've had... Now, this is what I'll preface this is that... 
if you compare Ben and my life, Ben's life from afar looks like it's very linear growth. Like, I think the word you used before was boring. No, wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, he Ben has from my side, even from my side, and I am close to him. He just looked like he was always good at school. He always had an interest in music. Like he hasn't had that many dramatic changes whereas I've had all wacky hair I've had weird st- I've so many stages in my life um so if you compare it you think mm, Ben doesn't have that many phases but you know we were talking about this the other day and actually he did um I just wasn't attuned to them so one of them that I remember him doing um <laughs> well the first one was your fucking obsession with Pokemon yeah that yeah. was he that this was man big. this guy and I mean I think everyone in your generation um, or your thing was upset. Like Pokemon was a huge, huge thing. And do you remember you famously said, I don't know what the point was of this when you said, <laughs> what was it? You were like, um, something like, uh, I can't wait until you're, you're over Pokemon. <laughs> Which no, I mean. Cause, <laughs> no, because you said, <laughs> no, you said, I'll never. You said, I'll never not love Pokemon. And I said, yeah, you will. You just wait. And I think I just wanted to crush your dreams in some way. And what's sad for Omi is the, the ultimate irony is, but I guess it's also a little sad about my generation is we've never gotten over Pokemon. Yeah, but, We're still obsessed with it. But did you it. do that to we spite me? Up. Did you spite me? No, I think Pokemon's one of those things like Harry Potter where it's just genuinely awesome. Like it's, yeah. I still so love Pokemon. I was wrong. I was wrong a lot about a lot of things. But ha- so you had a Pokemon, actual Pokemon Game Boy. So the Game Boy was Pokemon, Pokemon themed. Pokemon themed, yeah. And then you had several games. You had Pokemon cards. I had yellow, blue, silver, gold. Those are my games. Oh, and you and know, I had the trading card game. And who remember when someone stole? Oh yeah, that was that big was huge. In, in White Gun Valley Primary School. <laughs> that was huge. That was huge. Is um so we would start collecting Pokemon in, in year one and um Oh, this actually really so we makes would me have, sad. We would have like the files. Do you remember you used to get the files where they had those kind of plastic laminate stuff with it had the little um little pockets for the cards and there was nine for each plastic thing so in each file we would have hundreds and hundreds of pokemon cards and i just kept it in my backpack and we would put our remember you used to put your bag on the hooks outside which Bad is it's mistake. terrible that it's you did terrible. that i mean yeah. you never did that in high school but um wait did you you brought your bag in in high school didn't you yeah, yeah you that was a, a yeah. better move but um yeah so you left the bags outside and then i remember one day um i just went in my bag and my file was gone with my, by the way... Who stole that? Did they ever find out? One of the older kids. It was, it was definitely one of those shady year threes. Um, oh, so it was quite young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was young. Um, you were, I, I remember young. you were devastated. I was devastated because I got... One of my first things I got in the booster packs was a Blastoise, which was a very rare, my favourite Pokemon. A still still used in a lot of my internet passwords, if you want to hack into any of my things, is Blastoise. Um, well, which was, I should probably change yeah, now. That was, <laughs> that was smart of you to share that. <laughs> um... But um, yeah, I was devastated, and I don't think I've ever fully recovered from that. It's just, just the the world changed for me that day. Yeah, it did. I remember. Um, I remember you were shattered. And I and I remember. I remember, but I never felt safe in my school after no. that. I would just always have my, my head on a swivel, just yeah. looking for and someone mom, to do I remember the dirty. Mum, mum was actually really upset about that. Yeah. Yeah, because she, you were a mummy's boy, weren't you? Yeah, I was, and 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 I and I knew. I think I knew the guy. I had a, a strong suspicion yeah. of the guy who it was because they must have known and it was in your bag. Yeah, no, I think they just went through everyone's bag. You reckon? Like they were really low class. Oh, citizens. I thought I thought you I thought you were targeted. But this guy, he's he's into meth now. So how I mean, do you know? <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like like 
God's done his work there, you know. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, but did he, would you think he did it because he had an interest of Pokemon, or do you think that he did it because no, he because wanted there's to s- value? They wanted to sell them on. Oh, okay. I think it's all. You um, know. one the the only stage that I really re- like, I remember the Pokemon, but that was more of an interest. The only real stage, well, I mean, maybe two stages I've actually seen in your life, because as I said, Ben's pretty stable. Is you went through a bit of a dairy phase. You kind of were. You had that Frio Stoner. Uh, the Nike cap, the the Adidas parachute pants, that kind of what are they called? Well, that's what's like a, a darty, maybe. Yeah, like just those like scumbags that you see around, and and they and this is the thing is oh, this actually brings me to something Tristan said the other day. It's like you know when you see those thirty year olds you know late 20s early 30s even early 40s guys walk driving riding around in a bmx and it's like that's the test of a scumbag it's like if you see a drug addict on a normal bike it's like yeah there's a there's a guy on a bike but when you see someone on a bmx you just know that they're a piece of shit like you just know so when you want to imagine ben's um scumbag uh phase just think about you know those those kind of those real um you know, troublemakers and they're in their early 30s and they've just never grown up and they wear like the, the Nike cap or and like a hoodie and like parachute pants and like skater shoes and they just like ride around making a menace. Yeah, we ben did. Ben looked like that. We Yeah, I did I did fall in with a bad crowd. Um, How did you get I into that bad crowd? The real, they said the real gateway drug, like they reckon the gateway drug is pot. I think the real gateway drug is just humour because if you find someone in high school that they're funny and... Um, they're a bad person You're going down a bad path well, Because they Like those Daros in high school They were so fucking funny Like they They grew up like Watching TV shows that You know You and me probably weren't allowed to watch When we were younger So they uh, were They were exposed to like Dave Chappelle and South Park uh, and stuff so At a really just, young age So they had like This really funny adult sense of were humor Were they always Daros at the school? Were they like the, Yeah they were always headed down How did you path. get into that? Were they popular? Because one of the things is that I was I went to a performing arts high school and I was um I was ostracized very <laughs> We've already got very it. early on because I wasn't in performing arts. So I was we you were, were on we, the fringes. See that's the thing is they 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 moved us into into the ghetto of mm. the high school, mm. into into camps almost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're, camps. you're in general pop. You <laughs> got moved into general pop. And see that's the thing is that you know I, I could have been quite a good kid. You know, I come from a really a nice family, a nice upbringing, but because they they shuffled me into these <laughs> these camps. Um, <laughs> you so much resentment they, against they, that. They, um so I I ended up, you know, being being with all these kind of dodgy kids. When was this in year pop 8? Kids. It was in year 8. It started. Oh, so you okay, so you cuz I I was kind of an absentee sister for most of your high school. So can I just say so you Only went high school? So you no. went from yes, fuck off. So you went through year 7. And you graduated year seven and you went to, because I, and this sounds really bad, but I just don't remember you at all in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Because when I was in, I was invisible. Ben and I are six years apart. So when he was in year eight, I was out of school. Is that right? Or was I in year, tw- no, I think we had one year together. No, the we? one year together was in primary school. Oh, uh, okay. So in, in, when you started when year I was eight, in year eight, you were one year out oh okay so i wasn't there to witness any of this yeah so okay so you graduated year seven what happened you went straight to darrow or what i graduated year seven and that and for a lot of people that have depression year eight is where it starts 
Mm. And that's really, you I know. I would say with you it started from birth. I probably say <laughs> from birth. But, but I, think, I think from year seven, you're, you're still in that bubble where, you know, these phases and these things that you want to do, their life and blah, blah, blah. They're still just, um, they're aspirational. It's not, it hasn't yet taken on that thing of, I want to, I have ambitions because I need to be different than what I am. Mm. In year eight, you're suddenly a small fish in a big pond. Everyone has friends already from, because they had heaps of friends from, from primary school. Whereas I went to a really small primary school. So I only had a few people that I knew. Um, I was, I was probably um, fatter than I wanted to be. Very, very quiet. um, Very short. um, And, um, and I just had no real identity. And and Mm. that's, and that's really, honestly, if I pick where, where all the trouble started, it was Mm. right there. That was a real dark year for me. That's that was probably the worst year of my life is year eight. Oh, um, don't. This makes so, sense. So, and, you know, to us, like, why, why would you fall in with that crowd is because I had no one else. Oh, so really? You, so, no, but I'm asking, like, so you, so you, because, oh, my God, this is all just so new to me. I'm getting to know you for the first time. Um, so, you, that, that were your first friends in high school, basically. Yeah. So, I think I think for a lot of people, the first friends you get is you're making fun of the teacher because you have a common enemy. Yeah. So that was, so I was sitting, sitting at the back just because I was awkward and I didn't want to be seen. But of course, if you're sitting at the back, you're going to be sitting with the dodgy kids. So I I was just friends with them from day dot because you just, you don't really want to be there. We had a shared sense of humor, um, make fun of the teacher, make fun of the nerdy kids. Yeah. So, and then you just, you kind of just have like a, a shared bond because of that. But were they popular, those kids? Because um, in my when I was in high school, the Darrowy kind of guys were popular. Um, yeah, they were. They, I think, I think they were at the start of high school, but always towards the end of high school, there's no real popular people anymore. Yeah, Everyone yeah. just like mellows out. But what about um? Because you had friends from primary school that went into the same high school as you. What what was that their thing? Um, they oh. I think I think they were they had the same experience. They they kind of became friends with the Darrows as well just because of that shared sense of humor. Oh, so they were in the Darrow they, group they too. They were in the Darrow group, but they were like me kind of more on the fringes and never fully got into the real oh, stuff. So you were still friends with your old mates. Yeah, I was still friends with them, but just obviously like you have classes with different people and I didn't have uh, any friends in the other classes. Okay, yeah, so yeah. that's why I became and friends you have with like those. Your form groups and stuff. Yeah, you have form groups and you just form friendships and it's just really a, a luck of the draw who you're gonna form friends with. Mm. But yeah, because of the people I did form friends with, I started, you know, wagging a lot and, and smoking weed and, and underage drinking and the party. When did you wait when did you start weed? First time I smoked weed was when I was 15, uh, we had a sports carnival. And because at the sports carnival, everyone goes to the sports carnival. Yeah. So they can't tell if you're actually there. Yeah. So whenever there was a sports carnival, we just went to the sports carnival and like got the role checked and then just left school. Yeah, so then we left, went to my friend Jacob's house and I smoked weed for the first time. It did nothing. I think we had, we had like one of those Gatorade bongs. Yeah. They were big. I loved them. Um, and uh, they were just doing like dumb, really juvenile stoner shit. Like they just put static on the TV and were like seeing if you could see stuff in the static. Oh, that's cute. I'm like this is fucking dumb as shit. And just like <laughs> you used to live really close to the um to that petrol station on um 
on the corner of Miami and in Carrington Street. Yeah, yeah. And we used to just go there and just get fucking heaps of like shitty food, oh, just like shit. Smith's chips. And, that like, sounds so fun. That's that's where my food oh. issue started, probably. Um, <laughs> but um, but uh, and then I remember at after school I had a doctor's appointment, so I like had to like get correct, like get myself like looking okay and like not stoned in time for the doctor's appointment but luckily the weed didn't work but i probably still smelled like utter shit when i went to the doctor but the doctor was that doctor that always smelled like cigarettes so he probably <laughs> couldn't that? smell it anyway oh my god <laughs> he was a real piece of shit that guy remember he had that real big beard that doctor we went to what doctor i can't tell you on the podcast oh i don't remember him yeah anyway but we'll go we've got to we have hardly run through anything so we'll go through something else um okay so omi we'll go through another one is this is what he said is you wanted to be a gypsy i do really understand that one. Oh no that was like um i just meant like i wanted to be like travel i want to like travel the world and just like always be traveling and like going to all these different countries and like i did kind of do it but like the whole like i was like i realized that like i feel displaced as a human being just generally in my own skin that 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 displaced me even more and then i didn't have enough grounding as a person to like be like I, I I always wanted to be I thought of myself as a carefree I thought I was um like a carefree kind of person yeah like I thought that I was like you know like just go with the flow uh I can travel the world um I'm just like you know just I can just you know um What's the word? I can't remember the the other word for it, but like, yeah, I just wanted to. Oh, that's right, a free spirit. Yeah, I thought I was a free spirit. Yeah, but, but you're you're far from it, really. You're a caged spirit. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I got a bit offended the other day. I said to Tristan, um, you know, I told you, you know, we were talking about something similar, and, and I said, oh, um, but yeah, I'm. I mean, I guess I'm a bit highly strung, and he just laughed in my face and was like, "You're like one of the most highly strung people I know." Yeah, you are. Am I really highly strung? You're very highly strung. Look about your thing about the laundry. About that he doesn't do the laundry right, so you have to do it. And he can't even stack no, the dishwasher. No, but that's like, that's like um, a, a recent thing. Um, but what's generally highly strung? Like, I, just, I just thought I was like a cool as a cucumber. Well, look at like, okay. <laughs> cool as a cucumber. We went to, um, we went to uh, Berlin. And the whole time we're in Berlin, Omi was anxious because she didn't think that we had enough time to go to all the coffee shops she wanted to go to. That's pretty highly strung. Yeah. Like you need to go to like because they're just coffee shops. Like it's no, there's really not go, that different. But, you know, they're I had be. to I had to see every one that I wanted. Like I had to see all the cool ones. Like I I had to tick every single cool one off the list. Yep, yep. Sounds pretty type A. Okay, it? so but I'm not type A though. You're getting there. Do you reckon I'm getting worse as I get older, I think? Yeah, but I think everyone does. No, but I'm not. But, but like, generally, okay, type A, I don't think I'm type A. Like, for instance, I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, I was saying how I just opened a business account and I was, like, really proud of it. And they were like, oh, I did that, like, before I even started freelancing. Like, they did it before and, like, I'm, like, like four years in and I have just only done it. Um, yeah, but the reason that you're more type A than them is because you, you're type A at the same time as having anxiety, depression and addiction issues, like which actually ma- makes you more type A because you're still managing to be 
have this like control controlling over your life when you have all these stuff this stuff that stops you from having control Mm. yeah but but it's tempered by the fact that i'm like i can be really unmanageable like i yeah that's what i'm saying so that's proof i'm not unorganized i'm I'm unorganized like i'm an unorganized person yeah but that shows just how much you really want organization that you find it so hard but you want it so much oh my head's hurting with all of this or maybe it's the iced coffee that i just drunk i've had too much can you tell that story about the iced coffee i found that cute oh yeah it was so cute so um i was walking to the shops tristan and i were walking to the shops the other day and um this homeless looking guy like came up to us with this like bottle of iced coffee and was like they're giving away free iced coffee up in the arcade free iced coffee like said to me and tristan and he was just so happy that he got a free iced coffee and so anyway i was like yeah mate so i went and got one i just love how much that made his day well he doesn't have any food probably yeah so like that's like it'd be like so refreshing i'd be so happy if i was him i was happy and i'm i can afford a fucking iced coffee yeah um, okay, let's do a few more, then we should wrap this up. Yeah. This is such a messy episode. No, but it's like, I think I felt like, well, I just felt like I didn't have much to give and like I've actually given, yeah, I feel like we've given enough. Oh, you've given a lot, mate. Um, okay, I'll, I'll ask one more of you and you ask one more of me. Okay. But let's just shorten sharp. Okay, so one thing, okay, I want to do this one is, um, oh man, there's so much to choose from. Maybe we'll have to play this again sometime. Um, so what is your thing about you want to be a middle-aged man? Oh, this is, this is a recent one. Um, I don't know. Like, I think because they're a white middle-aged man, like they're powerful, like they've got all the power. Um, and they also just don't give a fuck. Like they just take what they want out of the world. Um, and I like, I like the, I like how they're like over the hill. Um, and they're a little bit sleazy and like over the hill. I don't know. And I've always wanted to dig. Like I really want to dig. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, I would love a dick. Like, I fantasize about having a dick all the time. Like, I just would love to have it. Like, you know, the problem that really fucks with a dick, though, is um, it doesn't ever really perform exactly as you want it to. Mm, that would be frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, but I just love the power. I'd want a real big dick. And just, like, I would just love to just, just like, swing it around. Just, like, turkey slapping People and just like fuck, and then just like fuck heaps of chicks. Yeah, well, I, I would love seeing, that. I, like, actually, I would be the biggest dirtbag. I actually wrote this down in my notes. Actually, the same thing is that I I want to be a boomer because boomers don't understand how good they've got it. Is mm. they've they've profited off like the most successful econ- economies of like history, and they just don't give a shit about anyone. Mm. Don't give a shit about the future. Just fucking the earth over. And um, yeah, I want to. I, I want to fuck a boomer. It. I want to fuck a boomer, like because they're just such cunts. And yeah, like, the worst people. And there's something I would love to hate. Fuck one of them. Like, I just feel something turns me on about how like they're just so um, self righteous, and there's something hot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. What about your? What's this lawyer one? Like, I never oh, knew yeah, you wanted to be a lo- piece of shit lawyer. Had this up to up to like when I finished my. So I finished my degree three years ago and I was still thinking you know it's a possibility that I can sit a test like an LSAT or whatever and get into a Juris Doctor and become a lawyer and the reason oh actually I remember this now it's all coming back to me mum was like Ben wants to be a lawyer and I was like what the fuck and I think there is there is part of it it's like 
it's legitimate. Like it doesn't come from just self-hatred. Like there is a part of it that's like, I could, like, as you know, I'm a very argumentative person and um, I, I'm quite, quite logical and analytical some of the time. So I think I could be good at it. Totally. But there's also part of it. And there's also, you can't like, there's some opportunity to help people like we are pro bono work or whatever. Um, but there's part of it that's just like you, it, it's like the, um, the Jessica Simpson thing for you. It's like, it'd be so nice just to be able to just rest on status, like a status that most of society just values just be a yeah. guy a guy in a well-cut suit and you don't have to do anything else it's like i'm a lawyer bitches yeah, you're a lawyer but i think in this fantasy I'd, i have like a um i'd have like a really good body i would just be slamming chicks just left and left and right just be i just would want to be a real piece of shit lawyer but then every time you leave the house you're in that suit and everyone just still respects but you, you even though you're a piece of shit but then if you were a lawyer it'd be the same as we are now it's like we think we'd be this different person but really we would be fucking unhealthy we'd be smoking cigarettes probably we'd be eating shit food like we wouldn't be hot lawyers but i think some people that are like that that have the fortitude to go after that lifestyle there is you can i feel like there is a way that you can go to denial so hard like it'd be such a coke addict and such an alcoholic and such a sex addict that you could just live that life of denial happily for a while. Yeah, but a lot – I mean, I think they fall into two of one or two camps. One, well, it's such a high-stress job and you work so many hours. You might get good money, but you work work so many hours for that money. Yeah. Um, So you don't have much of a life balance. So you either – uh, you, you fall into an addiction in some way to help you through. Like maybe not very severe, but you might be like, you know, a cokey or you might be like you might put on lots of weight because you're like eating to get through the long hours. You have, you, you know, you've always got to take out because like you're working long hours. Um, or you are that type A personality where you are highly functioning. So you go to the gym and you have that really regimented kind of life like – you know, you might ride your bike to the to the office at like five a.m. Like you're just that kind of person. So I think they often fall into one or two categories. Well, the subset of this is that I have always kind of fantasized about having a coke habit. Yeah. Just because it seems like cocaine seems like such a um, it's like kind of like weed to me. Like mm. it just doesn't seem like a serious drug. It's, a, it's like the clean living of drugs. Like if you're gonna have any addiction, it's like. Coke just seems like one of those things that you could just have a brief stint and rehab and it would be resolved. And apparently, apparently, um, I don't know, was it you telling me, someone told me this, that that, that actual, a doctor that had worked with a lot of people with, with drugs and stuff. Oh mm. no, it came from, um, from, well, we can't say who it came from, but they said, um, it was coming from a doctor. Mm. They said that, um. If you're going to do drugs, do coke because it just – it leaves your system. It doesn't affect you that oh, much. Oh, yeah. Whereas, whereas um, you know, like meth, we said that that actually fucks up your brain chemistry. Heroin, like there's so many issues with the, yeah, with the yeah, needles yeah. and it's so hard to quit. Whereas coke, it's just like you can do it and then stop doing it and your life will be pretty much Yeah, the same. but like what about all those people that their noses collapse and shit and their sinuses and like they have like OD – like you can OD on coke. Oh, you can ID. Okay. Yeah, like it does cause a lot of problems. Like it's okay. not 
Like, and you can get really addicted to the point where, like, yeah, you're doing nothing but, like, snorting lines and then you're, like, nose. That's why their noses go all funny and stuff. The other thing is I kind of, because I play music, I still have those kind of things of, those kind of hero worship things of, like, those stories of, like, um, how David Bowie in his most, like, productive period, he lived on Coke, chili and milk. Mm. That's all he had for two years. And he just got so much work done. <laughs> just yeah, but I mean, what was the cost? It's like um Stephen King, like he was writing all of this shit, and he was high on coke in yeah. his um in his office. Like, do you know they said that that book Cujo about that dog or whatever? Yeah. Do you know he still now has no recollection of writing that really? An entire novel? Yeah. He doesn't remember writing yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, he was he sparked. was fucked, bro. Yeah, I read his memoir last year. It was actually quite interesting. All right, we're gonna wrap this shit up. Don't uh, do coke. Look, get the emails coming. Are you resentful of us? Have we said something? You know, something that comes to mind is the farmers. You hated us with the farmers. We, you don't like us giving farmers shit. Uh, maybe you love Transperth and you, you, you're sick of us giving shit to Transperth. Email in, message us personally, tell us what you're pissed off about and we will air it in eight weeks' time. Goodbye. Well, what One addendum I'll say though is can you not do a wholesale personal takedown of us? Because I feel like that would be too destructive. Do you reckon? No, just let them do whatever. Fuck okay, do whatever want. you want. But uh, I mean, we got we have fragile egos. So okay. just you know. All right. All right. All bye. Right. Bye.